Welcome to the Dig In Travel Podcast, where travel and other digital professionals level up their marketing skills by listening to the top industry experts. And now, here's your host, Istok Franco, founder of DigInTravel.com, your number one resource for travel, digital, e-commerce, and marketing. Hi, this is Istok, and you're listening to episode 57 of the Dig In Travel Podcast. Before we start, let me wish all the best in New Year in 2024 to all of you. I really just want to say thanks to everybody for your support and listening to our podcast. To start the New Year, let's do something different. Because you see here at Digging Travel and on this podcast, we spend a lot of hours, more than 55 episodes and podcasts, digging into nuances of airline marketing, talking about digital, e-commerce, UX, data science, conversion optimization. So we were discussing all these areas I think airlines need to master to succeed in modern digital ecosystem. We also navigated through different trends, we discussed about different skills and roles, and even predicted some of the airlines' jobs of the future. But there is something we haven't addressed yet. Now you will ask what is that and what we didn't do yet is we haven't talked how do you actually land one of these, let's say, call it future airline digital roles. So we haven't talked about how do you apply, how you apply, what do you put in your CV, so all the concrete things that once you put all your work and your skills, how you get and how you go out and get that job. So as we step into a new year, with the digital landscape constantly shifting and artificial intelligence, so AI, large language models, rapidly changing our lives every day, understanding which skills to acquire, what to learn, where to focus, how to approach a new role, a new opportunity. So what you need to do to propel your airline digital career forward has become I would say more challenging than ever. And this is precisely why we reach out to one of the experts who really excels in assisting airlines and professionals like yourself in navigating these challenges. In our today's chat, we connected with Arpad Sakal, who is a seasoned recruiter and he's also an executive talent and leadership advisory consultant and he has extensive global airline experience. So I really hope you'll enjoy this show and that Arpite's insights and especially his practical advice on how to advance your career will really help you seize the opportunity you've been maybe aiming for in the airline digital market. Please enjoy the show. Insider is trusted by some of the world's best-loved airlines, including Singapore Airlines, Qantas, AirAsia, and Air Baltic, to take their customer experiences to new heights. By focusing beyond rewards programs, airlines can finally deliver a unique experience per traveler. With Insider, marketing, e-commerce, and product teams can create personalized, connected customer experiences across any digital touchpoint to increase bookings, boost ancillary revenue, and drive higher customer loyalty. Visit useinsider.com to find out more. Hi, Arpad, and welcome to the Digging Trail podcast. 
Hi, Stok. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I've been following your post on LinkedIn and we've been in touch on some other topics to discuss some e-commerce and digital marketing, let's say trends and uh, skills for airlines. And I really love your insights. So I said, this is probably a great way to kick off the 2024 the new year yeah. to give something useful to our audience because we haven't talked about that in the past. We talked a lot about jobs, about skills, but we haven't talked about the hiring process and how to apply and how to, let's say, get your perfect marketing and e-commerce job. So I think this is a great opportunity to talk to an expert. So maybe before we start getting into details about this, just a little bit about background, what you do besides uh, great insights on LinkedIn. <laughs> exactly. I do that in 0.1% of my time. <laughs> Impressive. On a, on, a, on a Sunday afternoon, uh, <laughs> once a week is enough. Um, um, I'm an aviation lawyer by background, by training. Um, that's what I studied and that's what I uh, practiced for about three, four years in uh, London before I fell into um, search back in um, 2014 and um, have been doing it ever since. It's uh, um, What I focus on is um, a bit broader than uh, just the aviation and aerospace uh, market. It's the broader uh, industrial sectors, which includes things like uh, manufacturing, energy, other forms of transportation, um, aviation services. Um, so it's, uh, it's a broad um, range. We're based in London and Paris and uh, most of what we do is helping organizations expand in other geographies outside of Europe. So we work a lot in North America, Latin America, Middle East, Africa. So that's, uh, that's what I do um, in between two LinkedIn posts. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. That's good. Maybe, as I said, we wanted to open the new year. It's early, uh, 2024. Before we go into, let's say, more details about the whole process, about hiring, about searching for the right people, for right leaders, I would really like to focus on leadership jobs today. What do you see or how do you see the landscape for airlines going into 20, 2024? Not, maybe not necessarily only for the areas that I would like to talk in detail, like I said, e-commerce, digital marketing, uh, data maybe, but broader, how do you see the landscape when it comes to hiring, to roles, do we see the rebound? Is it like uh, increased, uh, let's say, demand for yeah. the new roles? Yeah, um, I think cautious optimism would be probably the best way to describe it. I mean, traffic levels are back um, um, in most parts of the world. Even Asia um, has opened up. Um, China is, I think, uh, still the only one that is lagging, lagging a little bit behind. But um, carriers are back in, um, uh, back to profitability, especially in North America, but here in um, Europe as well. Um, and as you can see, what has been happening over the past um, few days and weeks, it hasn't been plain sailing. But I think um, most um, organizations, especially the big ones, big carriers, um, are very confident. I mean, if you have a look at the IATA uh, projections for this year and uh, mm -hmm. next year, I think it's, uh, it's um, all pointing in the right direction. But uh, um, um, headwinds, obviously, when it comes to um, uh, geopolitical um, issues, um, but also what has, has been happening in Iceland, that has been a mm -hmm. uh, rise for a lot of ocean and a lot of worry uh, for a lot of areas, basically both in, in, in the US and in, in, in Europe as well. 
And now if you touch, let's say on the area of e-commerce, digital marketing, data, things like that, what I saw basically during the pandemic, we had like kind of a reset before it was like huge emphasis. A lot of airlines invested heavily in digital, in own teams, IT teams, uh, on digital marketing, e-commerce. And then during the pandemic, for some, I saw it was like two, three steps back, obviously, because uh, we almost ran out of business. But some also traditional carriers I saw use the pandemic as an opportunity to invest in direct channels and own selling channels, own digital platforms. How do you see it now? Do we do you see it as an emphasis or you see it like other areas like this, let's say, cautious uh, optimism as well? I think the 2024 year is going to be the year of e-commerce investment. I think a lot of uh, carriers, especially in, uh, in Europe, um, are taking it very seriously. I think a lot of them are investing both in terms of um, the technology, but also in, in terms of uh, talent. What we are seeing um, is look, is there is a clear focus on leaders with digital acumen as well. Even if you're a C-suite executive, you really need at least an appreciation of the major trends. You need to be digitally uh, literate mm -hmm. and, and you need to bring this acumen basically like you have to have the ability to navigate the technological advancements such as AI, data analytics. Um, these are really criti critical to uh, organizational success um, um, today. So basically uh, executive recruiters like mm -hmm. us, we focus on um, digital and tech literacy along with the more traditional leadership skills and experience. One of the key uh, trends that I would um, highlight. That's very interesting. And this is something that I want to talk later a little bit in more detail because how much of that literacy is just common knowledge and how much is like really knowing some of the things. But before we go there, when you said, okay, airlines invest the 2024 will be investment in e-commerce in digital and probably also in leadership in these areas. What would you say from practice are the biggest mistakes that you see airlines do when they try to look for, let's say, digital marketing or e-commerce leaders or even AI data, all these areas? I think I would start with talent pool, not really looking into other sort of related um, sectors properly, like the like retail so we we always want to see somebody with experience with, from with experience from airlines changes i have to say that it changes obviously because a lot of areas realize that basically this uh, skill set doesn't really exist in the industry but i think uh, giving opportunity for people who are coming from a different sector maybe they are not yet the finished product i mean it's took a lot of a lot of these roles digital roles that we are talking about are very new they may mm -hmm. not even exist yeah. at all i mean these are being created as we go along i think a lot of clients are needing help with defining what it all means what uh, an ai heavy a data analytics heavy mm -hmm. role uh, um, entails what are the sort of skill set that we should be uh, looking for where should we look i think the other thing that they make mistakes with is, is overlooking interim leaders, interim managers who would come in and would stop a gap, mm -hmm. basically. Uh, I think that's something that um, I'm seeing day in, day out, um, not giving 
uh, thought, proper thought for people who are um, there as a firefighters uh, for the period when you are trying to look for a permanent solution. Um, mm -hmm. I think also candidate experience is, is, is really is a must. Employer branding, taking care of um, your um, hiring brand. Because candidates are looking for a personalized experience. There's a huge competition for talent, not only digital talent, but any, any talent. Candidates are in multiple processes at the moment, and that will continue to be so in 2024. So th those would be my sort of initial yeah. thoughts. This last one was very interesting. So how to think it's not people will fight or everybody wants an airline job, executive job, but you have to fight for these new leaders because you're fighting with different industries, with different, I don't know, tech industries, digital platforms, which are very attractive. But if I go back to hiring people from outside the industry and I want to have a follow-up question because this is my experience, I really agree with you, especially retail, digital knowledge, even digital agency knowledge, whatever. I think these people are very skilled, but our industry is also very complex. So what I see where we fail is when we hire these leaders, we don't provide them support in terms of training and mentorship. What I did in the past is like work very close with airline e-commerce teams, e-commerce leaders in like a mentorship role. So get kickstarting them like they don't need like two years or three years to learn on the job, but let's really supporting them with knowledge, with specific knowledge, how our e-commerce work, our digital marketing works, how to specify the key KPIs for marketing for e-commerce. So this is where I see the big gap is, okay, we hire, even when we hire a person from external, let's say other industries, all we hire, assign an internal person from airline that doesn't have necessarily a digital background to a marketing or digital role, we don't then yep. provide them with necessary mentorship and support. Exactly, which is critical. I think um, if you don't have it, um, and if you don't build up um, trust, support, um, uh, and, and credibility with the team as a candidate immediately, and it goes both ways, um, a lot of hires fail. Basically, that's what we um, that was we see, especially when it comes to anything digital, technology um, related. Um, so it's so important to hire for the future and not for the past. That is unbelievable. I think I see a lot of organizations still who are focusing on credentials and not on skills potential. Basically, it's 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 important to really um, get away from the traditional domains of assessing individuals, but really. Um, look away from the titles um, and look away from the certifications, the credentials, <laughs> the universities, and basically just um, realize that, especially when it comes to the Gen Z or millennials, even they may have gained their experience in different ways. They might have not gone to universities, they might not have um, uh, done the traditional um, path towards leadership roles. And you need to really just um, adapt and, and, and realize that. Uh, these traditional sort of sources of talent, it's universities, um, uh, higher educational institutions, may not be uh, your best pool um, either. So I think mentorship, sponsorship, really important, and really making sure that you are you are setting up, uh, setting them up to the um, uh, to success once they join. But in terms of where you look. Um, and really covering those non-traditional um, avenues or um, uh, talent pools 
is absolutely critical, basically. And if you, you asked me where um, organization, where airlines make the mistake, I think it's reverting back to the tried and tested and not um, venturing out to the untapped talent. And we, if we flip around, because I said I want this podcast to be mostly for the people to find their, let's say, ideal or perfect airline, digital marketing, e-commerce leadership job. What do people, when they apply, so what do the candidates, where do they, what is their mistake, typical mistake when they apply for these leadership jobs? I think especially when it comes to leadership um, uh, jobs, um, um, look, I think very little, if any, are uh, advertised. If they would be advertised, then my role or search would um, not exist. I think it's really important to uh, tap into the hidden job market to really um, do something um, uh, above and beyond than just hitting the job boards. I think um, especially when it comes to leadership uh, roles, you really need to make sure that you are um, networking with search firms, uh, you really um, establish contact with people who are either currently working in the target organization that you are trying to get in or previously worked um, in the organization so that you are best placed to understand what are the trends, what are the issues that they are going through at the moment. And then when you are sending your CV or sending your cover letter or you send an email, um, you are very targeted in your approach and, um, and you really um, hit the nail on the head in terms so of... So not to wait till yeah. then you need the job, but do your work, homework before... Do the and, due diligence, yeah. exactly, exactly. And understand what are the pain points that they are having at the moment and really uh, target those in your email or in your um, phone call, if you call them up, basically, so that they understand how you uh, fit into the picture. I think um, doing the due diligence would be the number one tip that I would, um, um, I would give. And it's not just looking at websites, <laughs> but talking to people who are actually doing the job today, I think, or did it previously. And you mentioned, okay, before you send the CV, before you send the, let's say, intro letter, what do you need to do to, to, to nail that letter or the CV? What would you say are the most important skills or traits to emphasize, especially for this kind of roles that we talked about? I think the most important, I mean, the, the ones that I would um, uh, really uh, highlight in terms of digital skills, uh, competencies that the organizations are looking for, especially in the space that you are um, involved in, anything data science related, data analytics uh, related, uh, digital product management is also something that um, a lot of um, um, organizations, especially in the airline, airport space, are trying to um, fill um, programming, um, web and application development. I think th those are uh, content creation, if we're going into digital marketing, digital product management, is absolutely critical. I think those would be the ones that I would really um, highlight. Even for leadership roles, or these are more for expert roles? I think these would be more for expert roles. But when it comes to, I think I mentioned it earlier, the, uh, when it comes to leadership roles, um, the ability to um, have an appreciation of uh, what these nuanced sort of uh, roles um, look like, that helps. This is what we are uh, looking for. C-suite leaders who have a good grasp of what um, digital is. When I 
do interviews for chief digital officer roles or, or um, um, CIO roles, what I find is that a lot of people have a, a very sort of superficial understanding, but the moment you go into the detail and when you really like start asking questions basically around these sub sectors or, or subheadings, um, you find a lot of uh, you, you find a lot of depth. Insider offers marketing and e-commerce teams in the airline industry the world's most comprehensive AI solutions for customer experience. Sirius AI, our patent-pending technology, which includes predictive, conversational, and generative AI, is proven to increase productivity, remove guesswork, and eliminate time-consuming repetitive tasks to boost profitability and increase efficiency by more than 60%, trusted by some of the world's best-loved airlines, including Singapore Airlines, Qantas, AirAsia, and AirBaltic. Insider's AI solutions help take their customers' experience to new heights, deliver a unique experience per passenger on autopilot, and significantly increase ROI, bookings, ancillary revenue, and customer loyalty. What are you waiting for? Visit useinsider.com to find out more. A few months back, I have a, this podcast chat with Chief Data Officer at LATAM. Yeah. And he worked for, for Uber before and his pet was, and this is what they said we want to apply at LATAM as well. It's yeah. like, for example, for data science, for chief data officer roles, we try to identify engineers and the ones we push them in the product management role and the ones that have leadership roles, then we push them up and they have like this very strong technical skills background, but they develop into leaders. So I think that is one uh, good practice that I would see because then you avoid these kind of things that you say we have only we have a really high level uh, c-level leaders that don't really know nuances or then in in my opinion the problem is that then you don't really recognize the opportunities that this let's say new technologies new things new developments uh, are presenting for you exactly especially with roles that don't even exist today e-commerce related roles or any kind of digital uh, related roles you need to look into you need to tap into talent with related skills especially the so-called stepping stone skills which bridge the gap between the domains basically so identifying these complementary skill sets that can help you um, surface non-traditional internal and external candidates are very important because i think that's probably the best way to um, develop a pipeline of future talent as well within your own organization so i mentioned your very useful tips on LinkedIn. And one of these that I saw recently was that you write about seven strategies that help you to nail the job interview in terms of how to be more concise and not rambling or not talk a lot about other things. Because I think, and that's, it's not only for job interviews, even for me, when you do content, you want to tell everything, you want to tell everything at once, and then you really want to present how, let's say, knowledgeable you are, and then uh, you're not very clear and concise. So maybe if you elaborate a little bit more, what was that post about and what are the yeah. set seven strategies to do that? Given that most uh, interviews, especially early stage interviews, take place online via Zoom or Teams, um, what I would suggest or what I typically do is to have um, like a post-it note um, um, uh, on your screen so that you can really just have those 
two, three, four points that you would like to get across uh, in front of you, and then you can really um, 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 strategize before you start talking so that you have a framework. I think I've mentioned also this star methodology. I think it's quite complex. You can, you can use the other one, which is called CAR. It's the uh, circumstances, situation, action, and the result of your actions, which gives you a good framework um, to work from. Uh, and also, what you can do is practice. I think it's basically recording yourself. Use these digital tools that we are um, talking about. Um, or get someone, maybe a friend, maybe a colleague, maybe someone who um, who is a trusted advisor or a coach who can really just uh, um, spend some time with you to um, really listen to your responses and give you some feedback, give you some guidance in terms of um, how you come across. Uh, do you speak too fast? Do you speak too slow? Um, are you keeping on track to what the um, interviewer wanted to hear from you? Or you're just really... Uh, rambling. I think practice, preparation, these are probably the best ways to prepare and equip you with confidence when it comes to your next test or interview. Interesting. And we talked before when you talked about data and especially AI now on the rise with everything that is happening. And how much do you have to know? Because we saw this even before in marketing, but it was not I would say it was not as emphasized as I think it will be with AI. This will be even more. With marketing, we often talked, even in our academy in the past, where we trade this digital marketing, e-commerce airline people, we talked about this T-shaped model, yeah? where we said, especially the more if you go from specialized roles, which are really high-level specialized roles, but you go upper to more uh, project manager, leader role, even marketing, digital e-commerce literacy level, you have to have more like this T-shaped model where you have like very strong overall skill set, but then maybe specialize into one of those. Do you see this being even more important in the future? Exactly. Exactly. I think uh, being a T-shaped leader is absolutely um, uh, critical. So whether you are talking about um, non-executive directors or executives, basically, Having a deep expertise in at least one or two domains is, um, is um, critical, but you need to also the ability to effectively engage across the board. Um, so uh, this horizontal stroke mm -hmm. on the T is, um, is very important. The vertical expertise can come from a deep functional expertise, whether it's finance, HR, whatever mm -hmm. it is, or, or having managed a major line of business, or having managed in a certain geographical area, um, Asia, wherever mm -hmm. it is that you've, you've worked previously, or from having worked in a specific, um, on, a, on a specific business challenge, like managing the turnaround, managing a, an M&A. But what, you, what, what is going to be really critical, whether you're a mid-level, or a, um, a senior level reader, leader, what will set you apart is clear examples of working with an enterprise mindset and showing that you have an understanding of the various interconnections and interdependencies across the entire business. Basically, those are the... So uh, that you can see the bigger picture, right? Exactly. So that you... And, and how do you demonstrate that? Is that? I think a lot of people are finding it really difficult. It's... 
you would demonstrate it by your communication skills, your negotiation skills, your conflict resolution skills, especially at the senior levels. And this is all about demonstrating that you have the, yeah, you understand the processes, the, the culture of the organization, the, the, the organizational structure. And yeah, I think it's important to remember that no one is going to be perfectly T-shaped, uh, but, uh, but I think you really need to be in the top sort of mm -hmm. 10% if you want to do it. Yeah, and especially leadership roles, whether it's CMO, CDO, uh, CIO, whatever it is that you are looking to develop into. And one thing, if I look back, it's been almost 10 years since I've been hiring for different roles in marketing, e-commerce, in my, let's say, airline leadership role. But what I see, still see, like, and it goes a little bit back to to what you were talking in the beginning, you know, don't look for past credentials, but for future opportunities, skills. So if you're looking for this, in my opinion, and I want to see how you see that is two traits that are extremely important for me is curiosity and willingness to learn. And because, for example, I was put from IT role to e-commerce to marketing role, and I didn't know much about that time. But if you learn, if you're really curious in, and then you even past knowledge will help you. Or when you hire new people, sometimes when they see they are, they have like this, we had, for example, I had like great engineer in my airline career who at the end did everything in e-commerce because he was so curious. He has this programming knowledge, but he was curious to learn about e-commerce and marketing stuff. Um, so to me, that is like personally two more important traits that I see at every level. I don't know how you see curiosity and willingness to learn. Those are key. And I would add something to that. I think the ability to um, navigate uncertainty and, mm -hmm. um, and see uh, um, around corners, um, especially when it comes to C-suite, um, those are the key considerations basically when we are um, assessing um, uh, leaders, especially at the um, director mm -hmm. roles and above. Um, I think um, leading um, uh, a very often uh, remote team, that would be another one that um, I would add to that. And I think this uh, learning uh, quotient is, is, um, is up there with the mm -hmm. emotional intelligence. And how would you, this last part, the learning part, how would you present that ability on, let's say, on a Zoom interview or on a live interview? I think the best way to do that is to demonstrate that you have not only um, read the magazines or like uh, ATW or airline business or whatever it is that you are reading, but you went um, beyond. You've listened to earnings calls. You've uh, you've spoken to people who have recently uh, joined the organization, recently left the organization, or currently within, and you really have your uh, finger on the pulse in terms of what's important for them, what are the struggles. And I think um, that really is probably the best way to start an interview through my conversations with XYZ in the organization. When I was doing my research uh, for this interview, I found that you guys are having XYZ on your priority list in terms of uh, issues. And this is what I think I can add to that, basically. And then you're basically, it's a really nice way to showcase that you've done your homework and you, you understand how you fit into the picture potentially in terms of a solution provider um, for the business. Yeah, well, great tips. So to end, 
go back to something that we said initially, the disruption of AI, data, artificial intelligence, these large language models. I work with it on, Adam, so on a daily level and I'm every day amazed what are the opportunities, what you can do. Two questions maybe. First one is how disruptive do you see this wave? And second one, if I go back to your comment that I really liked, that even on sea level on other areas, so not necessarily when you discuss the chief data science role of chief data role of chief digital role, chief CIO role, even on other sea level, you need to be show demonstrate that you understand that. And here I would go back to my sub question from beginning how deep you you think even people from other areas need to be aware and how much do you need again going back to willingness to learn and curiosity how much do do, do you think they need to learn about it i mean ai data um, um, digital i mean it, these are areas that um, will not leave any part of an airline's operation untouched basically whether you're talking about the operations side of things or um, the sales cycle um, uh, um, i think a lot of airlines are trying to think of how to tap into uh, the data that they haven't previously tapped into do they really understand the customer uh, rethinking the entire um, uh, customer experience um, finding um, um, additional touch points i mean the whole ancillary revenue um, is, is being revolutionized by um, using all these um, digital tools that are other other industries by the way have been utilizing for a longer time like um, look at retail look at other uh, forms of transportation whether it's shipping maritime uh, the automotive sector to be honest with you i think those are the um, sort of uh, related sectors where the next generation of digital leaders are uh, being developed at the moment and i think aerospace aviation and airlines will really need to compete for those getting back to your question in terms of how much appreciation how much knowledge you need um, in these fields as a leader again it really depends on what sort of leader you are whether you are leading this the finance function the hr function the the legal function you need it i think Curiosity, learning agility, I think it's really important. And how do you do that? Talking to people, doing interviews, um, and really accepting that you don't have all the answers. Uh, I think humility is uh, one of those top skills that you need to exhibit as a leader, What, no matter what the industry or, or role you are um, trying to attain. It's critical because I think without that emotional intelligence, without that uh, mentality that I don't know, that don't have all the answers, but I'm here to figure it out together, um, you will not succeed in, um, in today's uh, sort of uh, ultra-competitive uh, landscape. I like this last one, humility, like you said, not knowing everything, but surrounding you with smart people that you can learn from. Maybe last sub-question. Do you see, especially because airline world, and you said you worked across continents, is this the same in all regions? Because sometimes I see in some regions, there is still this perception that leader needs to be the smartest or the, the most skilled. And then it's like top down, very hierarchical structure. Or do you see this changing uh, in the recent time? This is changing. I think um, geographies 
to be specific, obviously, when it comes to the Middle East, when it comes to parts of Asia, when it comes to Latin America as well, these areas have been traditionally very um, top-down. But I think um, there is a clear trend that boards, um, executive teams are realizing that basically the CEO, although um, he or she is hopefully very well-rounded, uh, will not have all the answers uh, to the questions. And I think um, this is why um, it's emotional intelligence, the humility, and 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 um, and this um, curiosity thing. These would be the top three ones that I would uh, identify as top skills for leaders, either future or current leaders. We need to really exhibit that because um, things are changing. There's no way that you will have had exposure to everything, basically, from a digital product management to social media to content creation to programming, web and app development or to finance, um, to operations. I mean, there's no human being who have um, had exposure to all mm. these things. This is why building your team um, and that's what you said, surrounding yourself with uh, with experts is a whole other skill. Um, so basically, thanks, Arpad. I think all your insights were really great, really useful. I hope. Not only airline people who wants to be leaders, but also airline leaders who are looking for new leaders will listen to our chat and uh, learn something from it. This was this is basically what this podcast is all about. Uh, thanks again. Really enjoyed it, and we'll probably need to repeat it uh, at the beginning of next year just to see what change uh, since uh, in a year because I think there's going to be a lot of changes. Exactly. No, thank you for the opportunity. It was a pleasure. Insider offers marketing and e-commerce teams in the airline industry the world's most comprehensive AI solutions for customer experience. Sirius AI, our patent-pending technology, which includes predictive, conversational, and generative AI, is proven to increase productivity, remove guesswork, and eliminate time-consuming repetitive tasks to boost profitability and increase efficiency by more than 60% trusted by some of the world's best-loved airlines, including Singapore Airlines, Qantas, AirAsia, and AirBaltic. Insider's AI solutions help take their customers' experience to new heights, deliver a unique experience per passenger on autopilot, and significantly increase ROI, bookings, ancillary revenue, and customer loyalty. What are you waiting for? Visit useinsider.com to find out more.